This week's podcast brought to you in part by MacMall.com, your number one Apple superstore. Check out their daily deals on iPads, MacBook Pros, and the fourth generation iPod Touch by clicking on the MacMall.com link on WhatDoTheySaid.com. Please. Hi, this is Christina from Survivor Redemption Island, and you're listening to What Do They Said. Did you hear? 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 What do they say? You get to hear what Duvet has to say. Hello again, everybody. You are listening to the, um, what are you listening to? Oh, the What Duvet Said podcast, the official podcast of the What Duvet Said Cultural Entertainment Digest found at whatduvetsaid.com. I am your host, Jason Duplissy, coming at you from Duvet Studio South in the Hollywood Hills of Los Angeles, California. And joining me, as always, is the man who is tired of being the red stepchild, your host, uh, Robert Bob Duvet. I am actually driving around my podcast in Northern California, San Francisco, in my eco-friendly bus. This show, Jason, by the way, I don't know if you know that, but my end of things is run entirely on vegetable oil. Wow, that's fantastic and tasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, the reason I bring that up, Jason, it's funny. There, there's a band that uh, I follow that, that was playing in South by Southwest in Texas there, and they were on their way back to California, and they're running their bus uh, entirely on vegetable oil, I guess. Yeah. And they got arrested for, uh, in, in true punk rock fashion, uh, stealing vegetable oil from a restaurant. In the back of a restaurant. <laughs> wow. See, now you can't yeah. do the good without the bad. There's some, uh, uh, you know, Elizabeth Taylor died, right? And <gasps> What? Yeah. I don't know if you heard. Uh, yeah. It's been on constantly. I, I, I do have a Elizabeth Taylor movie in my collection, but I can't say that I'm a, a, a gay. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't think you were, but the reason I bring that up is in tying in with your description about the vegetable oil powered motor car and the, mm. uh, you know, and the stealing is there was somebody had posted a quote from Elizabeth Taylor uh, the other day, uh, some after she died in in honorarium of her, where she said something. I don't know the exact quote, but what she said was that she doesn't really like people who don't have vices because they probably have really annoying virtues. <laughs> that's actually a great quote. Yeah, I, 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 that's not the exact quote. Maybe we can look it up, but uh, it, I thought it was right on the money. So, you know, no, no, no. Let's go. just go with your quote. Okay, yeah, I'm going to attribute it to myself. Elizabeth Taylor didn't say that. I just said it. <laughs> Paraphrased by oh. Jason Duplissy. Thank you very much. How are you, Rob? What's what's up? I'm doing, uh, I'm doing good, Jason. It is yet another torrential downpour up here, and I know that that means you're going to get it probably uh, tomorrow. But it is raining fiercely, and I have to go out, out in it later tonight, too. Uh, now, technically, we are in spring. Yes. But the weather up here in Northern California has been so cold, it, we are just still firmly entrenched in winter. And one of my favorite part of, parts of spring, aside from the flowers and the allergies and, uh, and everything else, 
is that's traditionally when the, the women break out their, their, their flirty spring sundresses. Ah, yes. The young man's fancy turns to thoughts of love. <laughs> so, so has spring sprung down there in Los Angeles, or are you guys uh, kind of delayed as well? No, it is, still, it is still cold down here. We had fake spring. We actually had our second fake spring, which fools me every year, uh, which is— and L.A., man, they just fucking fake everything. Yes, exactly. Wow. And thank you for joining us to talk about the weather. <laughs> I am so, your weather buddy. Exactly. Suddenly, this is my dad's favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, but, you know, it, it's, it's pertinent because the weather has been vicious everywhere, man. I'm not like... This is not something you could just discount. This isn't just the fever dream of a podcasting maniac. This is proven. Do we have any guests this week, by the way? We do. We have one A-list guest. Yeah. In that we have Christina, recently ousted, not the most recently because we taped this show, but uh, recently ousted uh, Survivor contestant Christina. Right, so I'm... For a tell-all interview. I just want to... A tell-all interview. Wow, I'd like her to tell all... Um, she's... Just so I'm clear, there was someone named yes. Krista who actually went home on this week's Survivor. And this is Christina yes. who went home on last week's Survivor. And I can see how that could be confusing because even though uh, Krista was voted out at Tribal Council last week, she didn't actually go home until this week with the whole Redemption yes. Island duel thing. So, Christina... Yeah, but uh, this is definitely... The guest that we have is by far, in my opinion, the hotter of the two. Yes, and that is our criteria for all things. It really is. It's a good barometer. Yeah, she's also a darn good player, and I was sad to see her go. So, I'm excited to talk to Christina yeah. later on in the program if she calls in. You're saying she's calling in? I am saying Reba has confirmed in no uncertain terms that we will be speaking with... Christina, later in the show. Okay, well, you might be doing most of the speaking because my heart will go pitter-pat as it's spring. I know. I, I know how you get. I know. I know how you get. Spring is sprung for you, Jason. That's right. That's how I roll. And we do love to hear from you. We're still getting entries on the Ogle contest, which is uh, winding down. We're not getting as many as we used to, but uh, we are close to announcing the winner of the Ogling contest. What do they said at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook. Search for What Do They Said. Look at the blog, whatdovaysaid.com, or... Call us. All right, all you spicy ones, give us a call at 415-937-0445. That's 415-937-0445. If you're a spicy one, we want to hear from you. Wow, you sort of became Wolfman Jack for a moment there. Right? Right? I'm working on it. I'm like teen Wolfman Jack. Is there anything about Wolfman Jack in this week's news? No, but I just want to wrap, wrap it, tie it up, the Wolfman Jack segment in a nice little bow. Um, Daniel Pujol, who I interviewed, when he was sending it out to all of his people, yeah. he called me the Wolfman Jack of podcasting. Hey, that's high praise indeed. In indeed, right? Okay, so we got some news. I'm going to recommend that you eat all the popsicles since the freezer's broken. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's a little Wolfman Jack reference. Come on, my Wolfman oh, wow. Jack reference. Yeah, see that? Look at Your me. Wolfman Jack is strong. <laughs> the Wolfman is strong with you, Jason. That's right. That's right. 
Uh, I'm sorry, uh, we're kind of stepping all over each other this week. I have my excitement for Christina to blame. What's yours? What are you blaming it on? I am blaming mine on just being a piss poor broadcaster. Excellent. So piss me some news. <laughs> da, da, da. We should have like almost if this wasn't podcasting, we would have a line of like rockets behind us when you say that. Yeah, well, I think we do. Let's have a line of Galvins behind us. Oh my God, what a pain in the ass. Anyway, let's let's get to the news. All right, Jace, I'm going to start with something that's located very close to you, and you might be interested in this. Okay, is it in Los Feliz? It says it just says Los Angeles. Let's see if we can dial down further, drill down, as they say in the corporate world. Uh-huh. Uh, it, the the title. And this is from Gawker. The title reads, Los Angeles overrun by assisted masturbation parlors. I uh, understand what you've said, but it took me a moment to process what you said. Who needs assistance in masturbation? Well, here we go, Jace. Thanks to a loophole in city laws, courtesy of attorneys who were in, in all likelihood, high, Los Angeles spent the past couple of years as basically one big legal weed spot. So I guess this is in reference to loopholes regarding the medical marijuana thing. Okay. Um, But they finally sorted that out. They've moved on to legal rub and tug parlors. I, oh, okay. So it says here, this is a quote, if you sit on, on our patio, you could see about 30 to 40 men coming in and out of there. This is some Eagle Rock business. They stay for 15 to 20 minutes, and I've seen one woman walk in. Once, he said, he saw a man run out of one of the parlors barefoot wearing no pants. So hmm. I guess apparently there are massage parlors, and this is, shouldn't be age. Yes. Like how I did that, Chase? Nice, yes. Very well done. <laughs> but, um, yeah, apparently the massage parlors – I thought all massage parlors really were just fronts for a, uh, you know – what the happy ending is that what they call it yeah well that's what they call it yeah but i i well okay first of all isn't masturbation something you do for yourself and wouldn't you doing it with someone else in in to be sex or a hand job or something like that i mean how do you it, it reminds me of that george carlin routine about self-help like there's no such thing as self-help if you do it yourself you do it yourself and you get help you ask for help you know, I mean, if you're if you're masturbating, aren't, isn't that why what you do on your own? You know, if I ever decide, well, I would love to spend six hundred dollars to have some woman do this for me. I think, you know what I'll do? Why don't I give a good tug on myself first and then I'll see if I want to go do it. And inevitably, the choice to go do it is not as strong after I've masturbated. Absolutely. Well, that that was, you know, dating 101, as told to me by elders, is that you never go out with a loaded gun. Right. That sounds like something that it, uh, Damone would have heard. Damone. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I, I agree with you. There is a semantical, if that's even a word, issue with calling something masturbation that involves a partner. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not even mutual masturbation at that point because... Only one person is being serviced. Right, and mutual masturbation would be two people sitting in the same room pleasuring themselves. Exactly. I just want to... So be, I, you know... I, I call foul on this story. Foul. <laughs> I wish there was a whistle we could blow, like a referee when we, when we see a foul. And then we can... <laughs> right. 
you know, give a hand signal to the scores table. I've got basketball fever, so. I bet well, Christina uh, from Survivor is thrilled to be on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> this is the kind of quality entertainment you can expect. All future Survivors. Um, so what is the loophole? I'm, a, I'm sorry, what is the loophole? I mean, is it just that that it's legal? Because personally, I, can, I have no idea where to go get a happy ending massage. I have no idea where to find um, any sort of happiness for pay. You know, not that I actively go looking for it. I just, I, I'm so clueless can, about that sort of thing. I, I can answer that. And this is, this is, I'm just, this is not from experience, Jason. This, this is just putting two and two together. Well, first of all, the loophole is that um, I guess the city neglected to close a loophole in state law regarding massage parlors. So that has allowed a proliferation of massage parlors to open up all over the city of Los Angeles. Okay. And then it's implied that when these things open up that the uh, the happy ending is, is, is part of the happy meal that you purchase. Huh. Okay. So, so that's but, – but as far as your question, to get to your question of where – these, you know, how do you know which ones are legit and which ones are, you know, legit, I guess. I would say a good place to start would be looking in the back of your LA Weekly where they have all those ads. Any ad that happens to be right next to, you know, an ad for a strip club or a transvestite and it says they have all these massage parlor ads. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. Fair, fair bet there that those, those, those massage parlors are given the gift that keeps on giving. Hmm. The tiny death. Wow, I always skip over those ads in the LA Weekly. I never think. I just always assume missing, that it's you're, you're missing out. I guess. Lo, lo, I've been single almost eight years now, and I've never thought to pay for sex. Well, you have fortitude, my friend. Yeah, I. I or I'm you're just paying, idiot. man. You're paying one way or the other. You're paying. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> All right. So, what is this for you? Well, this is a. <laughs> For me, just because I don't know where they are. I mean, I guess it's not a in so much that I know they exist and that it's legal, but um, I'm just I'm just sad to be left out of it. That's all. I'm just making this all about me. It's all right. Okay, fair enough. Hey, that's why we have a show. Thank you. I feel informed. (laughs) All right, should we get to another news story? It's kind of uh, related. Yes. Is it more with masturbation? well, the, well I, maybe not. Let me read the story. I don't really even read these half the time. I just like the titles and I just bookmark them. Um, okay. This one, <clears throat> excuse me, says, "Horny Granny shoots at not horny neighbor." <laughs> and oh, we can play the name the state of the crime game. Oh, on this one. Okay, so explain the rules to everyone again. All right, in this one, I read a headline and give a skeleton of a news story. And then our good friend Jason tries to guess the state that this particular crime happened in. Okay. The, okay, the 92-year-old, I'll leave out the state, woman really wanted a kiss from her 53-year-old ex-cop neighbor uh, on Monday. I see. When he turned down her advances and walked back home, the woman fired four shots from a pistol at his house. I'm going to say that happened in Florida. Hey! All right. 
You see what I mean? I'm telling you, you guess Florida, 70% of the time, you're 100% right all the time. I love that. I love that story. Yeah. So there you go. Now, does, now we could just quickly get through this one. This this one is kind of a bit of a... Okay. Well, how so? Explain. Well, because uh, I, I don't think of uh, kind, nice old ladies as being A, that uh, horny, and B willing to put lead into the situation well you're just falling into a stereotype you're just picturing as kind nice old ladies as kind nice old ladies they're uh exactly the kind nice old ladies were once younger ladies hmm see i guess i associate i don't throw the the um the old ladies into this i i, I do consider there's a whole category of crazy old coots <laughs> oh yeah sure but uh, yeah, I always okay. think of, I guess, because I had such a sweet, kind grandmother. I, I can't, although my dad did say that she would, would chase him around the house with a, a wooden spoon. So there you go. I like the distinction of horny and non-horny, though. I think that's a good way to go around. <laughs> that's how I live my life. Yeah. <laughs> of, uh, what is it? Uh, broad brushing people. Yes. <laughs> so should we do another uh, news story? Yeah, let's do another news story. This one, it regards Yelp. Have you ever used Yelp? Not a sponsor of the show, but perhaps we can get them to be. I've, uh, yes, I've used Yelp once or twice before, and I had a fan, you know, one of those popsicle sticks with paper attached to it that you can wave in front of oh. your face. Yeah, I had a yeah, yeah, yeah. Yelp-sponsored fan. Okay, okay, that's good. That comes in handy in the summer months. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> well, here's what will come in handy. Uh -huh. um, if you are like me, uh, you might be just a little bit, uh, I don't know, over overdone with the hipster. Are you familiar with the hipsters? Well, I had not given it much thought. <laughs> well, uh, the hipster seems to be a whole sub-genus or genre of the human species that involves, um, you know, Handlebar mustaches these days. I think uh, they're they're wearing lots of uh, skinny jeans and um, dressing like it's 1985. Yeah, I, there's and, also uh, the what you'll notice a lot in Los Angeles is people wearing watch caps, the little knit caps uh, on oh, their head yeah, yeah, in yeah. 100 degree weather with shorts. Yeah, that's fucking fabulous, isn't it? And the funny thing about the hipster is they are ironical only when applying irony to themselves. Yeah, exactly. I think we've mentioned so. this once before that the problem that I have with people wearing clothes ironically is that it's not ironic if you're actually wearing them. You're actually wearing yes. those clothes. Yeah. Yes. To the to John Q. Public, you just look like an idiot. Amen, brother. But they don't care about John Q. Public. That's why Yelp has recently. You know how Yelp you could check boxes for you know if you're looking for a restaurant or a bar or someplace to go to there's like you know do you want a place with a view do you want um romantic sure you can customize you know your search to, right? based on your specifications yes. if you're looking for a there is a new official category on yelp and it's simply titled hipster Ugh. so that would right? be i think that's handy though it's handy because it works twofold jace because it's handy for say you or i who are annoyed already with the idea of being surrounded by a bunch of hipsters exactly but it's even handier because it kind of subverts this whole notion of hipsterdom because the minute 
a place opens up and is labeled hipster, it is already officially wiped off the, the hip slate. It's jumped the shark because right. it ceases to be a hipster place anymore if it's already being identified as hipster. Right. However, I think that th that would be true were this 10 years ago, 15 years ago. I don't think hipsters of 2011 are that hip to know that something labeled hip is unhip. Ah, uh, good think point. Still go to it, yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I, I can only hope that maybe it forces them into the hippest place that they can possibly imagine, which is inside their own fucking apartments. <laughs> right. <Take laughs> With that. their records, their record players, and their, you know, fondue sets. Oh. Have you had fondue no. lately? I like I like fondue. I, I I haven't had it lately, but I do like it. Does that make me a hipster? No, I've had fondue twice in my life, and I really liked it when I was, I'm going to say, six, back when fondue mm. was huge originally. And yes. then it came back, and I had fondue, and I, it's it's just bread, isn't it? Isn't it just bread and cheese? Well, no, you can dip a lot of different things. Uh, we like to get like really nice cuts of meat and slice it up thin, and then you dip that in there, or, you know, you're, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it for you, even though I know it's not crudita, but you can take a crudite and dump it in uh, mm. cheese, and that tastes really good. Mm -hmm. Pickles, pickle dipped in cheese, yummy. Money dipped in cheese? Money dipped in cheese? That's when you know you've made it. That's when you're straight gangster. You're just dipping $5 <laughs> bills you find on the street in some cheese. I found a $5 bill on the street this morning. <laughs> I know. I, you showed me earlier. I think that's actually a street term for money is cheese. How about that, listeners? <laughs> wow. Well, let's do one last news story. Then we'll get to our, our, our action-packed cavalcade of show reviewing and our special, special guest. Reba's giving me the look like, come on now. We got a guest. All right. I understand. Boys. Well, tell Reba that I have to do this first. There because we have to put a, a button on that last story. Moving on. Okay. Um, let me uh, close the news with this one. I, I don't know. You know, I'm obsessed with Lindsay Lohan. And I really i am obsessed with Lindsay Lohan only because I want to see her in jail. And okay. I know that's not going to win me. Uh, you know, I, I'm not sensitive by saying that. But I don't know. She just bugs me. But she's, um, she's saying that song, Ultimate. How can you dislike someone who sang the song, Ultimate? Uh, I can. <laughs> I found a way. But you know who I might dislike more than Lindsay and, and who might ultimately give me sympathy for Lindsay is her father because her yeah. father is a complete ass, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this story this is a little bit – I guess it's, I bookmarked this a couple days ago. But it says uh, Michael Lowen, dad of Lindsay, arrested on domestic violence. Uh. So uh, – yeah, and I, this just feels like a publicity stunt to me. Okay. You know, he, he's trying so desperately to be in the news, and, you know, it's just like if there's a, a, you know, a gap in his news cycle, he has to act, lash out, act out. So, yeah, it doesn't – says authorities say Lohan was taken to the hospital for a medical condi condition unrelated to the arrest. Um, he has a history of um, arrests in New York over allegations of harassment of ex-girlfriends. So he's just probably – a douchebag yeah quite possibly yeah so i know it's not the most interesting story but it maybe this just helps me understand where Lindsay's troubles 
Okay. You know what that makes me think of hearing that story is What's that? I just read a story about how, you know, they have these tours in Los Angeles. You can get on a bus and drive around to see where River Phoenix died, for example, the dearly departed yes. tour. And stuff I, you like know, that. I was there the night before River Phoenix died at the Viper Room. Yeah, I was there with you the night before River Phoenix died. That's right. That's right. Ah. Yeah, we were uh, drinking Southern Comfort out of a flask. Ah, the good old days. Yeah, the good old days. Um, so there's a tour now here in Los Angeles where you can ride around with paparazzi. And they will drive around chasing celebrities. And when they get them cornered, you can hop out of the car and get your picture taken with the celebrity by the paparazzi. Are you kidding me? What do they charge for something like that? I have no idea. But can you imagine that? You know what I think is great about that is what you can do is you can come out one summer and ride around with paparazzi. And if if they chase down a celebrity who runs away and then dies in a horrible car accident, you can then come back the mm -hmm. following year and take the death tour and visit the place where you <laughs> caused the death of that celebrity. They should, it should be like a bus transfer. You get like a good for thing for like another ride <laughs> yeah, on yeah, the exactly. tour. Right. You can get your picture taken with wow. the dead celebrity lying there on the sidewalk with blood coming out of their head, smiling, grinning, thumbs upping. Here I am with Mickey Hilton. Oh my, oh my God. Hey, are, is that, that would be a good band name, Dead Celebrities. Yeah, I actually have two good band names. You want to hear my two good band names? One of them. I do, I do, because I have I have one other to share with you. So give me your two. Okay, the two I have. One of them was trending on Twitter the other day, which was simply a misspelling, but I feel like it's a good mm -hmm. band name. Uh, I think a good band name would be Harmony Granger. Nice. I think another great that band is name is uh, Betty Draper. <laughs> that is very good. I oh man, I like that one. Yeah. Jeez. See, isn't that a good one? We better. That is trademarked, by the way, listeners. That's right. Yeah. We own Betty. The, the rights to Betty Draper belong to WDS. You will deal with our team of lawyers who are also qualified uh, surgeons as well. Right. We have surgeons and lawyers. Um, okay, well, here's mine Kissless Sex. <laughs> so there you go. That is also trademarked. Maybe we should, uh, uh, you know, I always thought that a great band names are like, for example, Free, I think is a great band name because. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you put it on the marquee. There's that band Free Energy I like a lot too, which is a great band name. Well, no, yeah, but I just like the idea of Free because you see it on a marquee and you show up and go, oh, this show's free. I'll, I'll show up here, you know. Or like Bare Naked yeah. Ladies is a great band name because people come see that band. Uh, maybe we should have a yeah. band called, you know, Happy Ending Massage. <laughs> hey, could you imagine? What God, what kind of demographic would you tap into with that? <laughs> no, we'd get a lot of people leaving with their pants around their ankles and no socks on. <laughs> It'd be like a hip-hop crowd. Yeah, exactly. They do have to check that on, on Yelp. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. That's news for me, man. Um, so Lohan being a douchebag, uh, Michael Lohan, is that a... a uh, it is not a, I would believe that he is a douchebag and I just feel badly for, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens to Lindsay Lohan because you want to head into Jason's insight corner. Ooh, we haven't been there in a while. Okay. Did you clean up the place? <laughs> Here's how celebrity works, Rob. I'm going to explain it to you. Ooh, nice. Okay. I like a lesson. Okay. 
personality is what makes a celebrity. So what people do when you are an actor or a personality is you create a persona, right, that you present to the public. So let's say, for example, Charlie Weaver. Do you remember Charlie Weaver? No. You remember Charlie Weaver. You just don't know that you do. Look him up on YouTube. He wore a little pork pie hat and a vest and a, a white shirt and a tie, and he sat in the bottom corner of Hollywood Squares, and he acted like he was drunk all the time. That was what oh, he did. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, thing. okay. Right. So Charlie Weaver is clearly a personality. He's putting on an act, much like Paul Rubens goes out as Pee Wee Herman, right? He's not really Pee Wee Herman, but people don't want to talk to Paul Rubens. People want to talk to Pee Wee Herman. People don't want to see whoever Charlie Weaver is. They want to see the character Charlie Weaver is out and about on the planet. So if you want to make it as a celebrity, you have to create a personality, a persona that you present to the public that is appealing, that you're constantly on and doing at all times, right? That's how it works. Right. Um, so... The, the the problem therein comes when people either uh, get swallowed up and believe that they actually are the persona that they're presenting at all times. And then you become someone like uh, Charlie Sheen, you know, who uh, <laughs> who becomes this per personality that he's portraying and goes way off the deep end. Or you become somebody who can't handle the persona that's being created for you. This happens to a lot of times uh, child actors like Lindsay Lohan uh, or, uh, okay. I don't know, Danny Partridge, you know, uh, someone like that. Uh, or you, uh, the people who are successful are those who can go out into public and put on the persona and then go into their private lives and leave it behind. And those are the people who are successful. Uh, the people like, say, Harrison Ford, who clearly is this dope-smoking farmer at home, <laughs> but runs around yeah, as right? this crazy action hero at all times. So I think exactly when he goes out in public, he throws on the vest and, and straps the taser to his side, and there he goes. Yeah, exactly. So Lindsay Lohan, I fear, is fallen has fallen into the second category of people who uh, was was given a persona before they even knew who before she even knew who she was as a person. Uh, and therefore couldn't mm. handle being the person that she's supposed to be and then goes in a way opposite direction, lashing out to find who she really is. And uh, that's what's happening to her. So I feel I feel badly for her in that way. That is my oh, insight. Man. You should be Lindsay Lohan's life coach, man. Let's get Reba. Get Lindsay's people on the t phone because I think Jason has some insight for her. Uh, yeah. Hey, she should friend me on Facebook. You know, then we can become lifelong friends. She can follow me on Twitter. Hey, you know what? Listeners, you should friend us on Facebook. It's really the easiest thing you can do. And we are flirting so dangerously close with the um, the half biannual. Is that is that correct, Jace? No, but I know what you mean. <laughs> How disappointed you are with my math. <laughs> um, at any rate, we are seven shy of Magic 150. And all it takes, literally, you're on Facebook already. Just type in what Duvet said. Click like. Bam. Done and done. And you are part of an elite crack unit of crackpots. Maybe we could get Christina from Survivor to like us. Although she probably won't since we've been keeping her on hold for this whole time. I know. Isn't that? It's like torture. But you know what? They stay. They stay on hold, which means they must be enjoying this as much as we are. I agree. <laughs> all right. Play the music. Cue the band. Hello? Hello? Hi guys! 
Oh my gosh, very, very, very happy to have you on the this show. This is, I'm, okay, yes, we are very happy to have you on the show. However, I have to say that I was a huge Christina follower and supporter through the entire opening of Survivor. So while I am thrilled that you are here, I am also simultaneously disappointed to hear from you because you're no longer on the show. Oh, well, that's nice to say. I, I, I wasn't expecting to be talking to anyone this soon either, so that makes two of us. Well, well let, me, let me add to that. Let me speak in terms that Christina probably is familiar with. I strike that, <laughs> and I say I, too, am very disappointed, and I submit that uh, this is not the conversation I wanted to be having today with you, Aww. but I, I will take what I can get. <gasps> Thank you. If Thank it you so much. Clearly, Christina, judging by this cast, you were a big threat, uh, I think particularly to Rob. Right. Well, yeah. And I'm I'm curious, where do you what you felt about? Well, let that? me say actually, let me say uh, that lots of times when people get voted out on Survivor, when they talk to them afterwards, they say, "Oh, I was a big threat. That's why they got rid of me." And they weren't a big threat. They're like a big loser, or they have some sort of personality <laughs> disorder that they get rid of. But you're right, Rob. I mean, Christina, you really seemed like a big threat. And do you think that's why you were voted out? Well, it seems that way. I mean, I really was the only person on our tribe that had any ability to challenge Rob. And I think, you know, he's such a smart player, you know, and he's a four-time returning champ. He's no slouch. That's why he keeps getting, um, you know, asked back. And he could recognize that. I mean, he had absolutely no competition with anyone else really on that tribe except for Francesca and I, you know, and, and you know, got on the wrong side of numbers early on because, you know, he's got those, he has his, um, his group of followers. So it was just a really tough thing to go up against, you know. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, because we we sit at home and we're armchair survivors, you know, so we can obviously do no wrong if we were playing yeah, the game, obviously. obviously. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I've been in that group, too. <laughs> yeah, I think what Jason is saying is that it's easy from the comfort of my couch while I have a bowl of cereal in front of me watching <laughs> the show to second-guess everybody's gameplay. And uh, to me, it looks like everybody's playing the individual game from jump. And the team game has been forsaken and that seems to be what's biting the other tribe is the fact that they are very focused on you know this merge that's going to happen eventually whereas rob seems concerned about keeping the team together and that seems to be a good strategy for him what do you think about that? Well, yeah, you know, well, yeah, I, I, I'm going to say also that that's something we've been saying a lot on the show every single week is that it's it's uh, people start playing the individual game too early. Uh, I mean, but what I'm hearing Christina say is that she, uh, you know, was is it hard to is it an individual game from the get go or are you can you play a team game from the beginning? Yeah, I mean, you know, I just I mean, everyone Everyone is really thinking of themselves and how to further their own, their, you know, their selves in the game. So I don't know if, I mean, I think at the beginning of the game, it is an individual game. However, there's a need for the group. So although you're, you're really looking at how do I further myself, how do I get ahead, but in some cases, you know, you're, like in my case, I was unable to penetrate the group of people that I wanted to be on primarily because, the you know the brain of the group the leader of the group and this is not just some you know arbitrary guy who steps in and says hey let's do it my way this is a leader i mean these people call him their leader these people do whatever he says however he says even down to cooking the rice to his consistency that he prefers i mean so you know when when the leader has has 
doesn't really want you in his group, you know, then you know, it it has to become an individual play because you're up against this group. You know, you know I mean, in my my um, what I was left with um, was Francesca and and Philip. Francesca, who I adore, Philip, I wouldn't choose to play the game of Survivor or any other game for that matter. You know, before I mean, he'd be the last person on earth that you choose to 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 trust, to you know, to confide in a secret. You know, that actually has a, a gameplay that's um, that's co- cohesive and that, that he actually thinks about what he's saying or doing. He, he, it was like, you know, I, I got this wild card, and, and so I had to go up against this group of people with a really weak group of people, too. I was, you know, so I don't know if that answers your question or not. It does. How does Rob become the team leader, though? Is it just celebrity, or does he have sex appeal? Or, or what is it that draws everyone to Rob? Look, you have twenty. You have a nineteen-year-old. You know, she's a teenager. Then you have a twenty-two and twenty-four-year-old. Um, you know, you, uh, pageant queen, whatever. You know, Rob walks in there, and um, you know, you saw in the first episode the, the cheering and the and the and the happiness. And and you know, I was happy to get Rob too, um, um, although I was a little bit um, cautious. But you know, those girls were off the bat, and um, Grant. You know, they were starstruck by Rob. And, you know, and on top of that, we're out there in jungle, and we don't have, you know, our supplies are limited, our food is limited, everything's limited, and Rob's been there before. You know, he knows what to do. He knows how to build a shelter. He knows how to do puzzles. He knows how to do stuff. So it's like everyone on his, on his, you know, in his little um, clan just kind of rolled over, and there was no um, room to challenge anything that he said it just was not a, even a possibility i mean, remember in the, in the first episode when when ashley said oh you know losing i feel so bad losing because i don't want to disappoint our leader i mean for 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 christ's sake like this is the mentality that, that they had i mean he would get up and walk down the beach and the three girls would bound down the beach after him you know and and i mean without question whatever he said to do they did i mean look at look at the last episode we just um, where I got um, booted out of Redemption Island, you saw him totally pull the wool over Grant's eyes and kind of make Grant look like a fool with this with this um, clue thing. And Grant doesn't even question anything. You know, he doesn't look at the clue. He doesn't. He trusts him completely. He just they just roll over. You know, and 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 Rob has a reputation as a villain for a reason. You know, he's kind of gone in and out of villain hero, villain hero. But he knows how to play. They, you know, and he's a smart cookie and. Uh, you know, these people just have absolute blind trust in him, and it was it was ex- it was exasperating and frustrating to to be around. Full disclosure, I am a Rob Mariano fan. I am right now wearing a Boston Red Sox hat, and I am constructing something in in my apartment. Uh, I I've drank the Kool Aid. There is something about him that I think people gravitate towards. Um, Grant is in his back pocket. Uh, me, personally, if I was sitting and watching the game, again, I would be the person following you down to the beach because I could not keep my eyes off of you in that bikini. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. You are so sweet. If you were here, I'd just put my arms around you and give you a big hug. But thank you so much. That, that's, that's nice to say. Well, Rob clearly is being portrayed as a hero now in this season, but in past seasons he was a villain. And I'm curious you know, how much of that is, is him? What, what is the real Rob and how much of it, you know, might be some editing? 
Right. Yeah, because that's something I always think about because we see three days cut down into 44 minutes. And then now you having been somebody who watched Survivor in the past, now you're at home watching it. Do, do you think that you being presented in the edited is the way that you actually were out there? Well, first, let's start with your question about Rob. Um, you know, Rob's, Rob is being presented as a, as a really tactical, smart player. And he is. Okay. The, the, the problem, I think, with how he's being portrayed in this episode is he's being portrayed at, at such a high level of expertise because he's being compared to a team of people that are not their own thinkers, that have no gameplay, that are not doing anything. You've not seen any single one of those people besides myself and Francesca make any kind of strategic move or any kind of strategic conversation or any kind of strategic te- thinking at all unless it's guided by Boston Rob. Okay, so Boston Rob looks like, um, you know, he looks great because he's being compared to really bad players. Um, and, and I'm not taking away his, his ability to play the game because he is a fantastic player, obviously. But, I mean, he's got, he's got a free ride with these people. He just is rolling over them like nobody's business. I mean, the thing with Grant last week, I was watching it, like, laughing because – Holy cow! I mean, he just made Grant. I mean, it, it, Grant and Grant's not, not that stupid, but he's just you know he's 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 making him look like a clown, you know. And the girls laying on the beach picking each other's faces and picking out their, the hairs off their own. I mean, it's just like no talk. Like I, Natalie didn't even. I mean, I don't know. She she has trouble understanding a lot of things, so I don't even know if she could wrap her head around the concept of you know strategic play in the game of Survivor, which can be a pretty complicated thing. But they had no even desire to to even have their own own individual, you know, unique thought about what should be done. And if they even said anything, like when Grant said, I think we should vote out Philip before Christina because we can't trust Philip, you know, he Rob just, you know, Rob Rob's decision ruled there, you know. So so Grant wasn't even really made, allowed to go down his own path or didn't allow himself to, to make his own decisions. When, when, it, when it comes to myself being portrayed, um, you know, I have absolutely no regrets about anything I said or did on that show, and I'm really happy because they, they kind of portrayed me, um, you know, in, in a decent way. I mean, they, that's kind of how it was, what, what was going on out there. I think, um, I think a little bit, um, I was actually smiling and laughing a lot more <laughs> than, than they portrayed me, you know, and I was talking to them a lot more than it, it looks. Um, but at the same time, it was a really grueling, difficult process, and I think they captured that part of it a little bit more. But you know, it's a struggle, and and that's okay. But I I'm happy with the way I came out. So I was thrilled with the way you looked. <laughs> um, let me say that I would definitely have you on Survivor again, and uh, I was curious if you would do the show over again. I would do it so fast. You know, I would love to go back. You know, especially having experienced it and like knowing what I'm in for. Like I had no idea what I was in for. I mean, you you watch on TV, just like you said, and you prepare. You know, I read books on edible plants of the region. I, you know, I practiced with flint. I worked out. I swam in the ocean. Like I did all the stuff. You know, I thought I was really strong mentally, and I am. But you know, you go on Survivor, and it's a hundred times worse, hundred times harder than you could ever imagine, especially the mental part of the game. I mean, for me, it, I mean, it just kicked my butt. It was really, 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 really way more difficult than I thought. But can you, I mean, imagine going back with all that knowledge and that understanding, that experience, just like Rob did. It would be a whole different ballgame. You know, and, and instead of being 
And I, I'd waited for 10 years to play Survivor. I applied a long time ago, and then I, I got cut, and then they called me, you know, like eight years after my application. So um, I was so excited to go. You know, I would see, I've been watching the show forever, and, and I go there, and I'm really there. I can't believe I'm there, and I'm, I'm so excited to play the game, you know. But I could barely contain myself, obviously. You know, so to go back and to be able to, like, you know, take a deep breath, calm down. All right, now, like, what, what, what do we got to do now? It, it would be a whole different experience, and I, you know, I, I would love that opportunity. I would do it in a second. Well, I'm going to start that grassroots campaign right now to get you You're on the next uh, season. <laughs> okay, I'll, do that. I'll jump on board. Thanks so much uh, for being on the show, and that was actually very enlightening stuff. And I look forward to uh, seeing you on the reunion special and hopefully an all-star show down the line. I think you're worthy. <laughs> oh, you're so welcome. It's such a pleasure for me to speak to you. I, I appreciate it so much. Thanks, Christina. Bye. All right. Ooh, wow. I, I'm... Yeah, I was going to say, where's your Yelp fan when you need one, Jace? <laughs> you were, I've never seen you so nervous. I, just, I'm, I know. I get, you know, this is a, a problem of mine that I have, and maybe I can talk to Joy about that. I, I believe Christina is a married woman, but I cannot help but to to be a giddy little schoolboy jumping up and down when I, I, I hear from I know, her. This made Brandy from The Apprentice seem uh, like, you know, it was just a little a boyhood crush. I know. Oh, well. Let's move on just a little bit because we're 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 running out of time here. But let's touch on the amazing race. What did you think of the race this week? Um, I was glad somebody got eliminated for sure. Yeah, that although... was. Uh, I need that to happen. I I realize I I need people to be eliminated. It just helps me. It's like a to do list. I need to check things off. And so I was happy that it was the cheerleaders. Yeah. Even though that pitch you sent me made me maybe wish that they stuck around for a few more days on the race oh yeah miss january <laughs> got eliminated. wow they yeah. don't mention that in the show guys because it's a family show but the, the only reason i knew about it is because they in. mentioned that in the show one of the contestants said uh, you know the playboy bunny were, were you turning the playboy bunnies and i went playboy bunny what oh yeah so tell the listeners what, what she was miss january and playboy what year uh, i believe uh last year or 2009 i think she was miss january 2009 Wow. Va, 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 boom. Yeah, exactly. But yes, they got sent home. The cheerleaders got sent home because they were U-turned. I thought that was actually a pretty smooth move. As much as I dislike the goths, uh, uh-huh. I think that was a pretty smooth move to land on the mat and then actually U-turn the person who's standing right there behind you. Yeah, no, that was cool. And, and Kent did it. Like I, I don't give him a lot of credit, but boy, he really, uh, that was scheming and I liked it. Finally, they were playing the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what finally happened this episode after so many weeks of teaming up and being friends and helping each other out. Suddenly there's a bit of animosity and that's that's what should happen. There is no there is no friendship in gameplay. No, no, no. And my globies, my globies rebounded, all puns intended, with vigor this week. Yep. They were double U-turned. Yeah, double U-turned this. They also played a little bit of b-ball. They did, and it was great. I mean, uh, I, I enjoy those guys, the way they play the game, just because what I appreciate most about it, because I know how difficult it can be to travel. I couldn't imagine, and I, I should start because we are, we are embarking on the journey ourselves, but um, couldn't imagine traveling like they do. And right. so to see teams remain positive and supportive of one another, that's what I really enjoy about the show. Right, yeah. 
Excellent. Uh, good stuff. Then uh, there's not much to say about our other favorite show in the pipeline, which is... Let's just, uh, let's get ready to double! <laughs> the, we've, we're all caught up in Make It or Break It, and uh, so there's nothing more to see, except I just wanted to ask you if you watched the, um, the little bit that they have up on their YouTube channel now, which is a sneak peek of the season premiere. Did you watch that? No, 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 no. I did not know. I must have missed that uh, that announcement because I'm following them on Twitter. Yes, yes. That's where I saw it was uh, uh, Holly Sorensen posted a, a link there on Twitter. Um, and I'd be interesting, interested in what you had to say about it because I, interestingly enough, uh, watched the entire Twilight Saga uh, this past Sunday. Um, I wow. On, that is interesting enough, Jason. <laughs> I watched, uh, it was, they, they've been sitting on my DVR for, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, a couple of years now, I guess. Maybe not a couple of years, but it seems oh. like it's been there forever. And uh, it was rainy and cold, and I didn't want to go anywhere, and I, I was running, I'm down to 39% on my TiVo, so I went, oh, let me watch Twilight. So I watched all three of them. I watched Twilight, I watched New Moon, okay. and then uh, I, I got on-demand Eclipse. And Did I not was, see Eclipse. That's the only one I have not seen. Well, I'm going to say that I am Team Alice. That's what I've decided. I'm Team Alice. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like me some Alice in the Twilight series. But I bring that up because that gives you a little bit. I, I felt in the know, having watched ah. the uh, clip that's up on YouTube for the premiere of Make It or Break It uh, Monday at uh, 9 p.m. on ABC. We Channel. cannot wait. I, you know, Hallie and I were talking about this just yesterday because one of our favorite shows, Jason, ended. Detroit 187. Right, yeah. It's no longer with us. Uh, the show, it was great because the final episode, they really threw a bone out. It was almost like a concession. We are definitely not coming back because they tied every storyline up in the, the nicest and tiniest of little bows. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, it was great. So, but that that show's over. So we lost a show. But then I realized you lose a show, you gain a show, and we gained probably the show that we are most obsessed about. Well, like you said, premiere Monday this Monday the twenty eighth. People, if you're not watching it, you can start watching it. You can go back and discover the other seasons. But I say pick up right now and uh, you know get on board. Yeah, and I couldn't be more thrilled because with the satellite that I have, uh, I actually get to see it at six o'clock instead of waiting. Yeah, we do too. Yeah, good stuff. Rock on. <laughs> Rock on. I, I also, should we tease this? Should we tease yeah. what uh, Reba's tease. working on? Tease away, man. That's what we do. We're like a massage parlor of the podcasting world. Yeah, we are in, well, we're not, but Reba's in talks with Disney to get one of the actual people involved actually with make it or break it on as a guest on our show that's gonna be I, we might have to do a very special edition of this show where we give due diligence because i'm curious to hear what anybody has to say affiliated with the show yeah yeah we were hoping to get this person on this week to 
hype the premiere, but where there's a dealing with the uh, the Walt Disney Corporation has been a little more yes. touch and go it's a, it's for a mechanism. yeah for a show that talks freely about masturbation than we <laughs> <laughs> than we thought might be. But uh, we do we honestly hey, believe man. that we have make it or break it t- tackle these tough issues. It's they true. They do. So this is not like we are out of the realm of what the show deals with. Right, right, yeah, exactly. And we, we have a rabid following of people who rabidly follow everything we do. Uh, so yeah. the, we, the, the people who are watching Make It or Break It based on our touting of it, are we just keep getting email and email and email about it. Even people yeah, on the street have been saying, hey, you know, I'm watching Make It or Break It now, thanks to you. So, Which is amazing because, yeah, we're, we're, we do essentially radio and how they know to pull us Maybe it's because I'm wearing my Team Payson shirt. Yeah, yeah, quite possibly. Uh, all right, so well, there you go. Big show today. We got to wrap it up, though. You got anything coming up for me to be excited about? I do, Jason. I'm, I'm going to tease you with mm-hmm. uh, some, some plans this weekend. Tonight, I'm going out in the pouring driving rain to see New York City Shilpa Ray and her happy hookers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a great name for a band, I think, now that I've gotten over the fact that I didn't like the name for the band. But they're a good band. She plays a harmonium, Jace. Whoa. Which is like a huge accordion. Yeah, I know what a harmonium is, man. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see much of that in rock. There's a little bit on the blog about them. So you can go to www.whatdoveysaid.com to check it out. I spotlighted on the most recent What Do They Said About Music show, which also features a review of the new Strokes record. As well as my interview with Olin and the Moon. Olin the Moon, great band who have their 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 fans have been all over the blog. They've been checking us out. So look for that. It's a really good uh, good music show this week. And the on Friday, I'm going to go see one of my favorite new bands out of Nashville. They're called Natural Natural Child. They're playing with Ty Siegel at this place in the Mission called the Verde Club. I think it's a Italian American social club. So it should be a fun little thing. I'm dragging Hallie after that one. All right. She is going to be, uh, you know, hopefully entertained and not completely horrified. Well, that's the best that we can hope for. Yeah, and then basketball. That's it. That's it for me, man. Basketball, basketball, basketball. Rock show, rock show, rock show. Okay, sounds manly. No Twilight. What about no you? Twilight saga eclipse for you. No, no, no Twilight in my horizon. No. <laughs> I have. I've been gloriously nothing free this week. I've had nothing to do this week after my busy, busy schedule, and I've been embracing it fully. I've been catching up on my television programs uh, and clearing things off my DVR. This coming weekend, I have the return of this girl I'm courting. The date we set up two or three weeks ago, I think, uh, yes. is coming yes. this Saturday. So I'm, I'm nervous and excited about it at the same time. Uh, that's happening on you Saturday. You want me to put a blog up, do a blog piece on it? Yeah, would you? I think that would be great to put that up <laughs> on the World Wide Web. All about uh, my coming. So I will let you know if that pans out. I'm, I'm actually really nervous and feeling like I'm, I'm coming to the point in this cycle that where she turns mm-hmm. to me and says, Jason, you know... And it all comes crumbling down. That's sort of what I feel so like. This is the make it or break it, make it or break it point. Yeah, I think this is a make it or break it point, or it might not be. It just might be more lingering, um, but we'll see. I, I don't want to put too much pressure on it because I, I I'm really looking forward to seeing her, and it, it just might be a fun awesome. afternoon and things go well and uh, things proceed in a happy fashion. But I'm much like uh, an addict, the, the addict that I am. I'm 
putting a lot of pressure on myself for that day. So that's going on. Well, don't, if just, it, just go with it, man. You know, I, I know Tom Petty said the waiting is the hardest part, but, uh, you know, I think that if you just go in with the intention of enjoying the time spent together, the rest takes care of itself. Right. Maybe I should, uh, you know, do do that thing you recommended prior to the date, and I won't be so. Yes, absolutely do that, man. That's just, that's dude 101. Okay. Uh, then uh, if that doesn't pan out, if for some reason she cancels, uh, then I have another friend who is a member of a pole dancing group. I'm not entirely sure what they do. Really? Yeah. Really? You know, did you read my, I had a Facebook uh, update recently about, I really think that's Jump the Shark, the whole cougars winding themselves around a stripper pole with, Oh, well, you know, she's not a cougar. Surgically she's... surprised looks of seduction on their face. Yeah, yeah. She's not a cougar. She's actually an extremely beautiful uh, 20-something woman who. Oh, uh, well, then by all means. that Now, that's who should be wrapping themselves around a pole. <laughs> right. Well, and yeah, and she has a whole, uh, there's a there's some event that's happening, and it's a fundraiser, and there's a whole party happening. Uh, I guess Marilyn Manson's going to be can, there. You can have good people. parties, man. Yeah, well, it's it, first of all, it's in Santa Monica. It starts at ten o'clock on a Saturday, and it's thirty bucks. Um, so ten in the morning or ten at night? Ten at night in Santa Monica. Oh yeah, yeah, you, that's worth it, man. That, that's the best thirty bucks you're going to spend. Really. I'm, yeah, you, seriously, you would you would spend four times that much at a uh, ten o'clock at the Seventh Vale on Sunset. All right, okay. Well, and she is a friend of mine, so she's actually a good friend of mine. So I, I should go do that. But what I'm hoping will happen is that I will be spending that Saturday with this girl that I'm enamored with. I hear with. you. I hear and you. I don't think it's quite the thing that she and I could go to together. Well, yeah, that might be pushing the envelope. Yeah. So that's my weekend. What's oh, and then Sunday I'm going to a, a meditation workshop. Wow. See, even if you get wound up, you're going to get a mental happy ending at the end of all this. That's right. Amen, brother. Yeah, well, that's exciting. But I, I wish you the best with, with the date. Thanks. And I look forward to hearing about it on the next show, actually. Okay, well, that's our teaser. We have the teaser, the, the possible make it or break it guest. You've got Rock Show, Rock Show, Basketball, Basketball. Thanks so much to Survivor Christina for calling in. And thank you, listener, for being so dedicated. Go to the blog, visit our sponsors. That's how we keep this show going. Thank you. Bye, Rob. Bye, Jace. Bye, listeners. See you. Big shout out. Mr. Barrasco. There you go. Quick shout out to Mr. Barrasco. We will talk to you next week. You're it. You're the ultimate.